Here we go. Oh, we are. I'll give you time to process. No. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast from P-Town. I'm your co-host, who has lost her voice. I actually have some of it back today, so I'm not going to do too much talking tonight. You never do. <sighs> you can do this by yourself. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, and here's your host, your wonderful, wonderful host. Hi. Hope everybody uh, had another good week out there. Um, oh, crap. I gotta get my... News you can use? Yeah, the news you can use. By the way, we have a listener who has um, stated that he will become our sports correspondent for us. Yeah, if we need a sports correspondent, he says he'll uh, yep. volunteer for the job. So if ever... But I gotta... I gotta quiz him first and see if he has the same feelings about LeBron James that I do, because hmm. it may not work out so well. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know what his stance is on that. Well, hopefully he's I on the right know, side of the fence. I do know he's a 49ers fan. Yeah, that may eliminate him right there, but hmm. I can give him a chance. Kind of depends on how this game this weekend turns out, because 49ers and the uh, Eagles are playing for the NFC Divisional Championship. And it's going to be the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC division because the Bills forgot to show up <coughs> when they were at the game the other day. And I'll do my best not to cough because he just gave me a dirty look. There's a throat lozenge, a cough drop. Thanks. It it's still wrapped. It's old. There's dust coming off of it. I know. And you just put it in your mouth. Well, it was covered up, so there's that. I'm, this is it was covered the, with dust. Not the inside of it, the outside. Didn't you see that piece of hair on it when you stuck it in your mouth? There's no hair on it. You're gross. Just thank you, news correspondent, for your news you, that we can use. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. Here we go. Nope. Um, so, remember our conversation last week about the sperm oil? Oh, God. So our news correspondent brought us blast from the past news. And Why? I better put my glasses on. If this has to do with a stupid whale. It's not a stupid whale. It's a sperm whale. Where all the brains come from. They came from an egg whale. That's dumb. So, um, on November 9th of 1970, a 45-foot, 8-ton sperm whale washed ashore on the South Jetty in Florence, Oregon. The beach location was under the jurisdiction of Oregon Department of Transportation, uh, or the Oregon Highway Division. Ideas to assist decomposition led to the idea to blow up the whale. Oh, no. And a charge of one and a half ton, uh, or one and a half short ton, uh, which a short ton, I covered this in one of the episodes. Is that like a, a shit ton? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. All right. A long ton, I think, is the 2,000 pounds. The short ton is I love not. you, long ton. <laughs> Maybe you're running a fever and you're delirious. Oh, he just opens it wide up here. Anyhow, they took a bunch of dynamite and they were going to break the cart gas down and distribute pieces for nature to contribute to the decomposition process. Detonation was at 3.45 p.m. on November 12th of 1970. The explosion threw whale flesh around 800 feet in the hemisphere of all directions, oh. or in a hemisphere of directions. Needless to say, the idea didn't really work as desired, but most importantly, 
We celebrate this historical event for many reasons. Oh. Um, unfortunately, in 1979, 41 sperm whales beached nearby on the same beach. Um, state park officials burned and buried them. Ew, I, would th- I bet it burned 41 for a long sperm time. whales. That's a lot of sperm on the beach. That's disgusting. News correspondents, stay away from stuff like this. Um, from Exxon to Marathon Petroleum, oil giants raked it in last year as gasoline prices soared, notching historically huge profits. In the first quarter, Chevron's earnings more than quadrupled. Oh my gosh. And that's what just drives me crazy about these stinking oil companies where they all ought to burn in the fiery pits of hell. Because they say that, oh, supply's down, so we got to raise our prices. And supplies, quadruple but, it? But then they quadruple their earnings, uh-huh. and we're still paying more for it. They uh-huh. could knock their earnings up. They could just double their earnings and not charge us as much for it. Oh, yeah. Um, Biden calls for federal assault weapons ban after California mass shootings. President Joe Biden released a statement on Tuesday in the wake of the deadly mass shootings in Half Moon Bay. Don't even say anything. And Monterey Park, California, on uh, on Monday, two days after another deadly mass shooting in Monterey Park, Senators Dianne Feinstein, Richard Blumenthal, and Chris Murphy reintroduced a federal ban on assault weapons, as well as legislation that would raise the minimum purchase age to 21. I thought it was 21 I thought it was anyhow. 21 anyhow. In a statement on Tuesday, Biden said that while we await further details on these shootings, we know the scourge of gun violence across America requires stronger action. I once again urge both chambers of Congress to act quickly and deliver this assault weapons ban to my desk and take action to keep American communities, schools, workplaces, and homes safe, the president said. Someone's sad tonight. Um, here's a fact check. The Post wrongly claims 118,000 died suddenly from COVID vaccine. Article misinterprets CDC data. The expose article bases its claim on data collected by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development from publicly available CDC reports. The reports calculate estimated excess deaths potentially related to the COVID-19 virus by comparing death data in pre-pandemic years to during the pandemic. So it almost sounds like instead of it saying it's the vaccine why these people are dying, these are just leftover deaths that it didn't get it killed when the pandemic was in full swing. Oh, brother. So they're still trying to uh, play it off. Play it off. Yeah. And then Polo Polo, who was 78, he was a Mexican comedian. He, uh, he said, think of a Mexican Andrew Dice Clay, oh. which if you ever heard him, uh, he died. <coughs> and I think that's all the deaths we have for this week. You know, we've been going on a, quite, quite a string of having multiple deaths. and then, There were multiple deaths. There were other deaths. Um, and then uh, none of them, nobody really died this week. Well, people died oh. all over. You know what this is? Mexican lace. No. Uh, dinosaur bone. Very good. You know, if it wasn't dinosaur bone, yet it was coprolite, do you know what that is? If it wasn't dinosaur bone. But it was coprolite. It's coprolite. That's dinosaur poop. Nice. Which, I've worked up some of it, actually, and it looks very good. Which leads me to, have you ever heard of the Lloyds Bank coprolite in England? 
What is coprolite? Dinosaur poop. I just told you. Oh. No, for me, it's got to be like simplistic. Like, Jen, coprolite equals dinosaur poop. Coprolite equals dinosaur poop. Okay, now what was the question? Have you ever heard of Lloyd's Bank coprolite? Lloyd's Bank dinosaur poop? Lloyd's Bank coprolite. Well, it's basically dinosaur In poop. In England. Oh, we're going across the pond? Across the pond. Hey, mate. I actually I heard about this on another podcast that I listened to this week. You need to get your own episodes. You need to get your own ideas. Well, this one's kind of cool. Okay. No, I have not heard of Lloyd. Is this like Lloyd's This is the from... Lloyd's Bank coprolite. What the crap is that? But it's not from a dinosaur. It's human feces. That is not. Yes, it is. And that guy must have been severely comp- constipated. Compacted? It's eight inches long and two inches wide. Y- y'all just don't even believe this. If that was there, you'd have to say, don't flush, I'm going to get my phone. No, no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure no. I'm sorry, did he die? Did that kill uh, him? I don't know. But, wow. Wow. And why do we have a specimen of it? Well, because they found it. They were digging up over here, and they found a rock or something, and they started checking How it out. How do they know and... it's a Lloyd guy? No, it was where the Lloyd's Bank is at or something, I guess. Oh. Oh, I thought it was the name and of a guy. I don't know if they taste tested it to find out what Stop. it was. or It's not man-made. It came from a human. I thought you said it was dinosaur poop. No. Lloyd's Bank coprolite is a large coprolite or fossilized specimen of human feces. Oh, well, you gotta. You made it sound like it was dinosaur poop. I'm so confused right now. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> so, this week, um, I guess we're just gonna dive right into it because the. Uh, <laughs> um, the co host is still not feeling 100%. This week, we are going to dive into our second of the wonders of the modern world, number two on our wonders, and we're going to be talking about Petra. Is that like Petra with an A? Yeah. Is it like in Mexican where A is feminine and O is masculine? No. Oh. It's like in a place where A is the last letter <laughs> of the name of the place. Gotcha. Um, and I actually thought, oh, crap, I, well, I had to remember. Um, so somebody took offense to, uh, our whole best friend conversation that we had here last week. Oh. And I need, I need to make it known that we do have a listener that's my best friend in Texas. Okay. So now I have a best friend in Oregon. I've got a best friend in Texas and I don't have any other states yet. Aw. I'm going to have to find some more friends, I guess. Um. But going back to Petra, uh, one of our listeners here in Oregon, her family had traveled to uh, over in that area, but they only went to Egypt and Israel, I believe. I thought they had gone to Petra, but on further questioning, she said that they did not go to Petra. So I told her that she should just get some money and get together and send me to Petra. And she said, when I make my first million, I will go ahead and do that. And as Hitler always said, the first million is always the hardest. Oh, stop. That was disgusting. You don't joke about that. You're the one that was making jokes about carcasses and all sorts of other stuff. And then I say one joke. A whale and, carcass. And you jump all over my 
don't step Good. on the dog. Anyhow. The grandbaby. Um, so, I'm still waiting for her to make that million dollars. Mm-hmm. Then I can uh, go to pet. Uh, I'm going to hold her to it, too. Who is it? Which listener? It's a listener in Oregon that ten, happens to be another big uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah. 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 And seeing how we don't use names on here. Yes. Try not to. I'm not going to. Well, I know who it is now. Except for when we use Hitler. Stop. Oh, and huh. another listener emailed me finally. Somebody finally emailed me on the P-Town podcast 74 at gmail.com. Thank you, BFF in Oregon. And said that when Jen stops you from when... Uh-huh. Okay, fine. I'll say my... I'm Armando, and this is my co-host. He said when she starts uh, stopping you from saying certain jokes, it sounds like she's trying to push some stupid woke agenda. <clears throat> so I would suggest that now when I get on a joke roll, you don't stop me. Because uh-huh. it's obviously making the listeners mad. Yeah. It's just making his drive longer. How do you know he's a driver? I've heard. Yeah. So, anyhow. Uh, number two on our modern wonders world list. Or wonders of the modern world. And this one, there's a lot uh, going on with this site. It's actually, there is, you could do a lot on this one. But I'm going to kind of go into why it's listed as a wonder. And so Petra, it's located in Jordan. And uh, this area, it says it has been inhabited all the way back to around 7,000 BC. And it was uh, originally settled by an ancient tribe of people known as the Nabataeans. And it was actually thought to be developed um, to be their capital city around the 4th century BC. So this one's still pretty old. Um <laughs> <coughs> and it has uh, it could be older than the Greatest Wall of China depending on how you look at it but there are a lot of reports of different groups trying to take this place over around 32 BC Herod the Great had uh, finally defeated the Nabataean army and then by the 5th century AD the Arabs had pretty much taken over the rest of the Nabataeans um, basically uh, they ended up becoming peasants for the Arabs Aww. But this particular site, it wasn't really known to the Western world until around 1812, which is kind of, uh, we kind of get into why that is. Um, as well as being the capital city of a tribe, the area was also a trading hub, and a lot of trade routes went through here, so there's a lot of commerce going on in the area. And if you look at it on a world map and kind of study where it's at, it's located close to the border of Israel, so it would have been a pretty good location for all the goods coming from the east to cut through here and then go through Israel and then down to Egypt or up to Rome, which both of these uh, civilizations were flourishing at different points throughout history, so there's probably a lot of uh, trade traffic coming through here. But then once sea trade started to gain its hold, uh, the place kind of started to decrease in traffic. And then there were also a couple of big earthquakes that happened back in the area around... uh, 363, which ended up destroying a lot of the buildings. And actually, that kind of seems to be an issue with the wonders of the world because uh, the Colossus of Rhodes, if you remember, we talked about that all the way back around uh, 280 BC was destroyed in an earthquake, taking it out. 
And um, there's actually somebody that's wanting to rebuild a Colossus of Rhodes type of thing. You ever seen the Colossus of Rhodes? No. It's a big Colossus. Ah. It was going over a harbor, and ships would go underneath of it as they came into the city. You know, you sound surprised that an earthquake back in those days would demolish buildings or things that were built. It's made out of stone. Uh huh. <coughs> Sticks and stones may break my bones. So, um, one of the main things that they had created here that kind of gets it as a wonder of the world is they created a water system. And as Jim Gaffigan would say, we're in the desert, folks, as in no agua. <laughs> so, they were in the desert. So, anywhere they could find this agua was going to be a pretty important spot. And this area was, uh, in this area, there was a constantly flowing stream that they used to create like an actual oasis with it. Wait, was it underwater like an aquifer? No, no, it was above ground. Huh. Um, and also the area would, uh, uh, they'd have flash floods over there. Because if you've ever heard about like the monsoon seasons or whatever in the, I mean, sometimes it's super dry. But when it decides to rain, it really gets with the program. Hold on. They're in the middle of a desert, and all of a sudden, just water flows through the desert? Evidently. It flows through Petra. Huh. Okay. But anyhow, the people that lived in the area, they would take advantage of this, and they'd create dams and cisterns and whatnot to collect the water from these floods. And then they created water conduits to collect the water um, from faraway places that didn't just run into it. As well as send the water out to different places throughout their throughout their little region there. Uh, they would then be able to use these water storage systems uh, to get them through the droughts. Because they'd have these gigantic cisterns or dams or whatever where they would uh, hold the water up. And here's another tangent for you. Um, oh yeah, this one involves you. Oh no. So, for those of you out there listening to this that have teeth... When you're brushing them... I have teeth. I know that. Oh. When you're brushing them, this is like a little pole here. Do you leave the water on while you're brushing so that you can just dip your toothbrush back in when you need to rinse it as you are brushing? Or do you turn it on, get your toothbrush wet, turn it off, brush your teeth, turn it on, rinse it, turn it off, brush your teeth, turn it... Because there's one of us that's sitting here that has a little tizzy fit. If you don't turn the water on, get your brush wet, turn the water off, brush your teeth, turn the water back on, back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. We were in Uganda. Water was precious. You've done that here. I know. You. It could run out. It's you, a freaking well. You don't need to have the water on full blast. It's just on a trickle. It, mm, nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, one of these days, Alice, to the moon. So. I'd only be so lucky. Anyhow. Another thing about this place is it was kind of like a natural fortress. The main entrance to it goes through kind of a gorge to get into it. And there's a lot of carved rock structure or where the gorge kind of leads up to where all the rock, uh, carved rock, stru rock structures hey, are there. Try that again. And then the thing that the place is most known for is the rock architecture. Um, it's referred to as Hellenistic architecture because it resembles the same type that became popular after the death of Alexander the Great around 323 BC. 
it, maybe not so much the actual architecture, but the art that was carved into the architecture. <coughs> Which maybe after I die, they'll create some form of art that... Oh, I'm sure they... Yeah. I don't doubt it'd be called Hellenistic, though. Nope. It's called Ashes to Ash, Dust to Dust. <laughs> if Rock would have stuck to the girls, he'd still be with us. What? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If Rock would have stuck to the girls, he'd still be with us. Rock Hudson. Oh, I was thinking The Rock. No, Rock Hudson. Oh. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Do you get it? Not from Rock Hudson. (laughs) I'm sure the listeners got it. Yeah. Back to our mud-bogging incident that we had. Oh, don't. Ugh. But anyhow... um, the architecture here kind of shows that this was a trade route and all different uh, cultures flowed through here. So it kind of backs up the whole trade route deal. Um, for example, the treasure building that they had there, it's known as al uh which in the age of all this becoming woke and everything um, and dropping any racial barriers, I think we should change that because everything over there is al this and Al-Sharif uh, al and all this other stuff. Alcatraz. Alcatraz, yeah. So we're going to drop the racial barriers, and we should remove the Arabian name from it and give it a name that all cultures can be a proud of. Really? We're going to call it Al Bundy. Oh, my gosh. Anyhow, this building, it's carved into the rock. It's 79 feet wide and 121 feet tall. And they say that the architecture is like what was seen in Alexandria, which Alexandria was over in Egypt, I believe. Um, so, obviously, whoever created this here had either came from there or had traveled through there. Besides just the enormity of this, uh, there are the Greek gods Castor and Pollux carved at the bottom of it. And these gods are said to be uh, protect travelers on their journeys. So, you have some of the Greek culture with that part of it. Huh. And then there are also other carvings at the top, of which is said to be the Greek goddess, who is the goddess of fortune. And the largest building in all of Petra is the monastery, and it's said to be 148 feet tall and 160 feet wide. And soft as a downy chick. It's made from the feathers of four living geese. And a whole (sighs) whole cloth of a chick. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) I expected the the Rockies to be a little bit more rockier. That John Denver's full of shit. (laughs) You're terrible. Um... Which, if you're wondering, all of these numbers were in the research were in metric, so I converted them to a standard for It everybody. was tough to do that on the calculator on the computer, huh? That was nice of me. Yeah. You can say thank you. Um, this one's also carved out of the rocks, obviously. This one has some Greek architecture to it, but it appears to have more of the Nabataean look. Um, which, kind of thinking about it, I'm assuming that it was probably one of the, fr- the original buildings that they had. Before a lot of the travelers were coming through, because uh, usually when they set up one of these villages or whatever you want to call them, they always seem to set up the church area first or the monastery or whatever they had. Uh, but the interesting thing about this, the only light from this building comes from the entrance, um, but the entrance is about 26 feet tall. Huh. So it's a pretty uh, tall entra- entrance. Uh, they, When they started... when. The Western world found out about this. They also started out that there are a bunch of different tombs throughout the site. They had a, uh, I mean, just like tombs carved out of the rocks and stuff. Uh, They also found that there's a theater that's built into the rocks. And then there are a bunch of sacrificial sites. 
another site uh, that was thought to be some sort of ceremonial site. And this one actually wasn't fully discovered until around 2016 when they were uh, doing some work looking at the place with drones and whatnot. Uh, they kind of found this uh, ceremonial site. One other thing about the place, though, is it's known um, for its rose-colored rocks, which you should look the look it up on the internet. They're actually uh, it's actually really cool uh, colored in there. Um, it's sometimes called the Rose City because of the color of rocks, which is probably bet better. We have a Rose City here, yes, we do. which is a cesspool of yeah. <laughs> um, this area was well known throughout history. <clears throat> They've actually found uh, bronze Roman coins that have uh, the symbol of Petra on them. Not at this site, maybe, but they found bronze coins or Roman coins somewhere that had uh, the symbol of Petra on them, which uh, in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about how they get those symbols on coins. Stamped, Um, imprinted, made, manufactured. Bronze. It's not (laughs) sand. (sighs) (laughs) But as the site ages, they have to do a lot of upgrades to it and fixes to the site. Um, Also, due to the fact that it's sandstone, the wind and rain and weather and everything like that have kind of worn the site down. But some of the cool things about this place, uh, it's had scenes in several famous movies like The Mummy Returns. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You've never heard of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. I've got it on a disc if you want to watch it sometime. Oh, boy. Maybe. Uh, They say archaeologists have only explored 15% of the place. Why? Just because they... I don't know if they haven't gotten in there much or what. But they've they've only uh, gotten into about 16 or 15% of the place. How long has it been there for? Well, we've all, the Western world's only known about it since 1812. Yeah, plenty of time. They had other... There was the War of 1812. And? Then there was the Civil War. Uh-huh. Then there was World War One. Archaeologists aren't going to There was explore. a Spanish-American War. Listen, archaeologists aren't exploring that stuff. Yeah, but maybe they were... <coughs> they're, they couldn't get a whole lot of people to help them because they were busy fighting wars and stuff. And... Okay, 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 okay. You know, maybe... They were out okay. getting lucky or something, you know? And Move on. A little donk No. Um, anyhow, the gorge that I talked to about leading into this place, which is one of the reasons why it was so well fortified, is about one kilometer long. Fortified. So, so that's uh, pretty good. And they said that there are more tombs here than there are in the Valley of the Kings in Egypt. And there's a lot of tombs in the Valley of the Kings. Because it's all the kings of Egypt. Thus, and how many? How many was would that be, Miss Smarty Pants? A lot. Not as many as you might think, actually. Oh, I think there are. Except for you know, uh, was it King Tut? I think he was only like nineteen when he died, and he was severely deformed. He like he couldn't even stand up on his own. Well, they were morphed. <laughs> well, it's a lot of inbreeding. Yeah. Morphed. Yeah, like their family trees didn't branch. Kind of like yours. I beat you to the punch. You were going to say it about mine. I could tell. Like, um, what's what's it say? Uh, the family that plays together stays together. No, nobody says that. Or nobody says that. (laughs) Well, I I don't know. But anyhow, uh, that's pretty much all we had for, uh, Petra. And, uh, well, look at me learning stuff. 
I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, it's been rather quiet around the house, so it's nice to um, get to talk a little bit because somebody's uh, it's been kind of nice, really. Somebody's voice has been gone, so it's been just nice and quiet and kind of peaceful and serene. And now it's back. And I'm sitting right here. I wasn't saying you. If you infer that to mean that I was talking about you, then maybe that's a problem you need to work out on your own. Because you, I could have been talking about anything. You're going to go to sleep tonight. At some point. Not now. You will go to sleep. Not now. Yeah. Be a smart move. I'll go stay at my best friend's house. Yeah. You truck your butt right over there. He'd take me in with open arms. Yes, he would. So. Please. Anyhow, I hope you guys uh, have another good week. Stay warm. This um, coming Sunday and Monday, I think it is, it's supposed to get really cold. Yes. And so uh, stay warm. Oh, and also if you guys get bored and want to message me, how many of you think that when the weather colds, turns cold, you need to take a day off of work so that your dogs that have uh, long coats and fur can uh, come in the house for the day um, so they don't have to be outside? And if you aren't busy on Saturday, we'll be installing a doggy door. So feel free to come over and help with that. No, they're coming to look at the deck tomorrow night. So I may get out of doing the doggy door. Oh, we're going to have both. Oh, for crap's sake. If <laughs> any right. of you guys have carpentry skills, <laughs> it would be most appreciative by your host that you uh, come over and lend a hand. Because um, I didn't sign on to be a carpenter. I signed on to be a love machine, and that ain't working out so well. So so it's a good thing you have carpentry skills. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> At least I get to work with some sort of wood. Oh, my. Oh, my. All right. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Do something nice for somebody, even if it's just a compliment or a smile. And um, keep listening. Share the podcast out on uh, your sites. And we've actually gained a couple of listeners. Excellent. So uh, that's good. Yep. But we still want to get up to around, you know, I heard Rump Chat that I listened to. Oh, gosh. They've had like a million downloads. I don't know that we'll ever hit a million downloads. I don't know what you want me to do. Well, I think the OnlyFans would really help. I don't think so. Okay. Have okay. a good evening. Be safe. Take care of one another. Good night. Bye.